to the Everything We Know podcast hosted by me, Sam Boiser. We oh. got a good topic today, so my guest host is me. Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell the world who you are? I'm Christine, and I'm Sam's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Possessive. We are not yet parents, but we are Asian, so today yes, we'll be talking. and we have Asian parents. We have Asian parents, full Full-grown? Full-grown parents. We're pure- <laughs> full-grown parents with purebred children. So, I think I just want to start by saying I think it's a great age to be talking about this, just because I feel like we're able to reflect on our childhood, but we're more conscious, we're more aware of, like, what actually happened. Because yeah. I feel like when I was a kid, I was super anti, yeah. <laughs> which may be a difference between us. And we're not yet parents, so we don't actually know know what we're talking about. But we do know. Anyways, I thought I would first bring up, fun fact, I'm a child learning major and I learned way too much psychology, psychology <laughs> this semester, or this year really. And a big thing that was emphasized was parenting styles. So Diana Bomb Bombrand? There are four specific parenting styles. So authoritarian, authoritative, neglectful and permissive. So we'll focus on authoritarian and authoritative. So authoritative is like the, this is what you want to be kind of per- kind of parent. And so you're supporting, but you're also like consistent, not necessarily strict, that's more authoritarian, but you have like, clear rules and guidelines and reasons for those rules. Whereas authoritarian, you're more like, obey me, do this, do as I say, no clear reason, really strict, not as supportive, but very demanding. And the books that I had for this year and also some articles cite that Asian parenting is a lot more similar to authoritarian parenting style. Mm, that makes sense. Do you think? I think so. Okay, see, I think so too, because <laughs> of the obedience thing. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of emphasis on, like, do as I say, respect me as an elder. And I think a lot of it, and maybe it's just because of, like, communication between, like, parent and child, but a lot of it seems to be without reason. I think at least from our perspective. Well, okay, so then what do you think the reasoning is? Like, even looking back on it, they do things without having it make sense to us. Oh, I get that in the sense that, oh, right, we don't understand, but sometimes it, do, it does feel like a power trip Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. Like this, do as I say because you should respect yeah, your elders, yeah, yeah. and yes. that's what I was taught. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's a lot more prevalent in Asian cultures because of the culture itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I agree with it in the sense that, like, of course you should respect those with more experience and more knowledge, but that doesn't always equate to age. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But I feel like that's an assumption in Asian cultures where, like, if I'm older than you, then obviously I know yeah. more than you and I have more experience than you, so you should listen to what I'm saying because I know more than you. And that is hard to deal with when you're one of these kids <laughs> that, like, thinks they know everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hence making a podcast called Everything We Know because uh-huh. apparently I know everything. Anyway, so this authoritarian parenting cell, I think for me it was a struggle when it came to rules mm. and this idea of curfew and things like that because... Okay, so I think the whole obedience thing, and we've talked about this, became a problem for me when it came to choice, especially in career, but just choice in general, because I feel like when everything is placed upon you, it's harder for you to have independent thought. Mm, okay. Because we talk about this a lot when it comes to careers, and obviously we'll talk about that because the whole, like, be a doctor thing. Oh. Um, Ooh. Well, I was never pressured into being a doctor, though. 
It was always yeah. just like be financially stable. Yes. It was never, you know, follow your yeah, dreams yeah. or whatever, whatever those may have been. But I don't think I was ever pressured to be a doctor. Can you talk about that though? Because I feel like being pressured to be a doctor. Yeah, because I feel like that was a thing for you. Well, I also had an older cousin who is an illustration major, so she kind of like I guess was the first one to really like break the mold or whatever. Okay, so how and was that? This idea of breaking like the I mold? could or I felt like I felt the judgment on her. Even not being her. Yeah, yeah, Especially because she kind of, like, had a late start. She had gone into business because, I mean, I'm sure in her heart she really wanted to do art, but her parents didn't want her to. So she went into business for a few years, but that was, like, she hated that. Therefore, after two years, she went into she went to a different school, went to school for illustration. Now she's happy, mm. very happy for her. But I think all of our family is, like, she's so talented, like, for sure talented, for sure can make it. But I think everyone was very, like, not thought less of her, but was, like, just unsure of where she was going to be as an adult and, like, unsure of her future. So you saying that she's for sure happy now, has that changed the the view of, like, the field that you've taken from, like, her parents and then also, like, yours and your family? Because, I mean, of course I know that my mom wants this for me or, like, my parents, but it's never been like as long as you're happy mm. it's been such an emphasis of like that financial stability will bring you happiness oh, okay that kind of thing i feel like her parents are very happy for her now like i don't think they have any qualms about like her mm. not being in like a a typical field i guess i also uh it's hard because like i think there's a lot of struggle with her just in general like growing up wise so now they're a lot more understanding of it and I think everyone also kind of feels that way like oh it's been so hard but now you're happy I do want to explore more the idea that like why doctor like why why fields like that and mm. why money like yeah. why is money such a focus for I feel like specifically Asian parents and Asian yeah. families I mean I think so we went to talk with a friend yesterday Michael and we were talking about this and I think because of where they came from being an immigrant and then like having to work really hard here and then but also like what their lives were like back in mm -hmm. you know like in the philippines or in vietnam because money could bring so much to them like money could like unlock the world for them so like i i think they've just carried that over and they want the best for us but they think like whereas i feel like maybe more western culture is very much like the best for you is like following your dreams yeah. being happy yeah, yeah, and okay. all that um they very much think that money will money is more able to bring us like happiness and enjoyment in life and mm. like but see because my confusion comes in and of course like why would i know i'm filipino but i don't see it as much this like money focus in like hispanic parents or um mm. i mean of course like all minorities like there there's similarities for sure i just feel as though asian specifically just because i think this idea of like the american dream for example mm. Like, I feel like a lot of minorities came for this idea of, like, opportunity and stuff. But still, with Asian parenting, opportunity isn't always synonymous with, like, your dream. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it is more so for, like, other mm. minorities. That's interesting. I guess we could talk about the actual cultural differences between Asians and then, like, Latin Americans and then African Americans. Mm. And maybe there's, like, some type of difference there that is the root of why it seems like money is so much more of a thing because mm. I feel like like at least in world history and things like that Asian culture is very like 
one patriarchal patri- well I guess I guess all of them yeah. <laughs> everyone's been like that for a while now. but like family the yeah. dynasties and all this stuff yeah. it was all about like that not that that has anything with money <laughs> it doesn't but I also but I mean that- in a way it does why because even lol because of watching <laughs> because of watching K dramas <laughs> um and you like see all these super rich like families that like are part of these huge corporations mm. Not only do they keep the corporation only in their family, but when their kids marry, you have to make a move in which you have more money, you know? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like such a, your family is a tool almost, mm. you know? Like, is a means of mm. keeping your money, making more of it for future, for your future family, for your future generations. Oh, let's talk about the generation gap and misunderstanding. Oh, because yes. I think it is the biggest like <laughs> I like I can smell the frustration uh, <laughs> it um, reeks <laughs> yeah it's just not only is there already a gap just in general like um between like even just a regular not Asian yeah, family uh, well like, for, okay first like just in general like I guess they would be what is that generation X and we're like millennial generation Z yeah you know what I mean and I feel like First, <laughs> let's talk about the generation difference, like the general generation difference. So if we're talking our generation, which would be millennials and then generation Z-ish yeah. versus baby boomers and generation X, generation X was the latchkey kids. So career driven parents, hmm. which I think is interesting. Career driven. Yeah, yeah. Where, of course, we hear a lot about gen- like millennials and, and generation Z very like follow your dreams innovation progress unintentional trailblazers unintentional trailblazers oh yeah (laughs) um go us (laughs) we're not oh we're not we're we're not not technically millennials yeah that's true but whatever (laughs) 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 self-elected so baby boomers characteristically self-righteous and self-centered first tv generation more positive about authority hierarchical structure and tradition Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Although Generation X is characteristically, like, a desire and chance to learn, but I feel like most of our parents, if you're, like, 20-ish, would be closing mm. the baby boomers. Yeah. Or, like, okay. just, just starting, starting Generation yeah. X. So I think that generation gap, in general, that's huge. Yeah, like, in general, that's huge. But then, specifically for this, like, topic of Asian parenting... The gap is already big, like the mindset gap. But then if you bring in Asian culture and like Mm. where they came from versus where we are and like, I would say, or at least for us, so our parents are immigrants Mm -hmm. and then we grew up here, Mm -hmm. like we're born here Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so that brings in a whole nother level of like, wow, you are facing completely different like childhoods, which caused completely different ways of thinking, different traditions and all of that. And even though obviously like, it's the same you generally kind of have the same like customs like within your mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. like we eat or we eat Vietnamese food we eat Filipino food yeah, yeah. and all of that it's just so many of the ideology I guess is the word that they grew up with and like all the things they believe in we didn't get that same exposure to yeah, it yeah. which I think has caused many a misunderstanding mm-hmm. and just well because america i feel like america itself like this idea of like yeah like cultural melting pot yeah. and like new perspectives yeah. whereas obviously if you grow up in a country that's almost like homogeneous mm-hmm. for whatever race or ethnicity 
then yeah. yeah, you're limited in perspective, and that just may be a mm-hmm. characteristic too. Oh, my thing is like, like, how do you think it's affected you actually? Growing up now, because I feel like we can both say we're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think not sheltering, like that's not the right word, but one, I think I'm less likely to stand up for myself, mm-hmm. like. Because I never talked back because I was scared. Because you were told to obey. Yeah. yeah, like told to obey. So oh. I think like never being able to speak up or especially mm-hmm. not learning that from them, mm-hmm. but like having to like learn how to speak up as I got older. And like I know for sure when I was younger, such a pushover, could not handle confrontation mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like being very scared of authority. Wow, that's crazy because I think I craved it. Like <laughs> I think I craved like conflict and yeah. like confrontation. <laughs> but like in a sense that like, not that, like, oh, that's all I wanted. It was just, like, a don't cross me. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, I mean, like, I'm outspoken, but not in the sense that, like, oh, just, yeah. like, you know. But like, then that just comes back to, like, our personalities. Yeah. I mean, it is a personality thing, but I think the way we were parented made it more of what it mm. was. So, like, if you're saying, like, you became more of a pushover, like, I see that in you, like, I can see how that's definitely, like, the root of why you might be, like, a little quieter yeah. in situations. But I think that's, like, part of, like, well, like, my mom, the way she would parent it, I would, like, always talk back. And, like, there were, like, like there was, like, a period of time where we were just fighting all the time. Yeah. Because I was always, like, no, yeah. this doesn't make yeah. sense. Like, yeah. this and that. Um, and because of the way mm. of this. But both because of the same parenting. It yeah, just affected yeah, yeah. our personality. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. I also think I'm, like, goody two-shoes, super scared of authority because so scared of my dad. Not so scared. That was drastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, just scared to, like be yelled at well it's funny though because a lot of asian friends and peers that i talk to are always saying like they think that when you're really like um goody two shoes like like, restricted when you're young you go wild yeah 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 um which like is probably just a thing in general but also like for asians obviously if you're if it's more common that parents are stricter and more restrictive Mm. then like you're gonna go wild and i i feel like i have seen that for sure Mm. it my college experience i don't know i i guess i don't think i get to see a lot of that mm-hmm. i just am not around a lot of that um mm-hmm. oh, okay good to shoes <laughs> product of asian parenting <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no i could for sure see it mm-hmm. i i like vividly remember one day because my brother and i very much have the same thinking when it comes to like what we want our life to look like and like mm-hmm. kind of like what routes we want to go down and just in general the life we imagine living like when we're older or even like now like in our 20s and yeah, stuff yeah. and that's and especially my brother is a comp sci major which is very traditional very asian yes but i think the things he wants to do with it are more foreign to them like okay. wanting to like make apps and like stuff like that mm-hmm. um is not you know like my mom's a comp sci but a very traditional like yeah yeah and so like i remember one day finding something like on the internet somewhere that was this like side by side of what like your parents want you to live and like how you want to live and Mm -hmm. i remember me and my brother showing my mom this because it was the life she wants us to live is like conventional job work in the job for a few years get married have kids and all this stuff oh let's talk about let's talk about yaps (laughs) yeah and then you know like the life we wanted to live like travel like Uh you know like take Uh all this time before we get married even time while we're married wait like a ton of time before we have children Mm -hmm. like potentially having children really late and then like basically just delaying all of the like quote-unquote like traditional things Mm -hmm. like the traditional life to have so much time for ourselves and like 
be selfish and you know live that perfect millennial life have a cool house and like it's just so different it is so different and like throwing founding a startup in there somewhere you know <laughs> like all of those extra little things that seem risky to them mm-hmm. no okay see this this idea of risk because okay one i think it's affected me in the sense that it's harder for me to make big career choices mm. just because this idea of obedience has always been a thing although <laughs> i feel like genetically i'm more not, not rebellious that's so heavy just yeah. like you know what i mean like i like doing what i like to do but i feel like it makes me feel like there's less support okay. even though i know my parents like mm. love me and support me and all those things it just makes me feel like there's less support yeah and so it makes you feel more independent but also of course more alone you know yeah. in your d- decisions as opposed to if there is this just like unconditional yeah do it yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. of course i'll support you but i mean it is realistic which is good mm. i guess <laughs> but sometimes it sucks and it makes you sad <laughs> It is different. It, I think it is definitely different. There's always this assumption that, one, you will get married. Yeah. Which feels pressured to me just because it's like, what do you want me to get married so badly? <laughs> like, I do want to get married, yeah. but also, like, you making me feel yeah. bad for not even, like, diving into that scene mm. yet. Like, my, like, I remember one time I was, like, worried about all that, which, oh my gosh, why should I be worried about that? And I was like, mom, like, I really don't know. <laughs> and my mom was like, you can't see yourself being married? And I was like, no? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Like I could see my like I could see myself being yeah. married. I just can't like see myself married mm-hmm. at, like at that point. This was like last year, and my mom was like, "When I was your age, I saw myself married," and I was like, "Well, cool. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Like you've been trained to think that way." <laughs> Whereas there's so many different ways. There are so many different routes yeah. of like life. Yeah. Yeah. The idea family is so important, and I think that's such a great thing. When you're like to, like you can definitely feel it when you're like laughing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I will say like the way I view it, and like I don't know if this is how you view it, but I do feel like Philip. Pinos in general, for some reason, feel more vibrant to me, or like oh, feel more no, expressive. I agree. I agree. So now I feel like we should talk about the idea of emotions and like, oh, um, okay, getting to express. Just because, I mean, there's definitely like it's it's case by case, of course. Yeah. But I feel like when I think of like, because we both went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. I think of like like the moms going like, come here, like you know what yeah. I mean, like, uh, like love you, like, uh-huh. I'm in school. No, yeah. Whereas like consistently, I'd be dropped off, and my mom would go like. She'd be mad one because yeah. she'd be late. <laughs> and she'd be like, you better pray today. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, bye. Although my mom was still very yeah, yeah, loving yeah. and expressive. Especially well, that's, like my mom and her okay, that's crazy that you even bring that up because, you know, what you're saying, how, like, Filipinas are more expressive. I feel like if you already thought that wasn't expressive enough, like, then my parents were really, like, emotionless. <laughs> well, okay, no, I do remember one time my dad, because I was, like, I wasn't even, like, hung up about it. It was, like, when I was maybe in, like, yeah. a beginning high school, and I was, like, I don't even know if dad's proud of me. But I didn't mean it in this, like, yeah. deep way. And then I think my mom must have told my dad, and my dad called me one time, and he was, it was, like, it was something, like, oh, I put the laundry up, or something like that. And he was, yeah. like, oh, I'm proud of you. And I was just, like, <laughs> like, I looked up at the phone, and I was, like, what? Like, it's so strange yeah. that. Whereas I feel like, you know, you see that in movies all the time where they're like, proud of you, son. Yeah. It's like, ew, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> but also, I can't imagine, like, not that I want that necessarily, but it's, I feel like, yeah, Asian parenting, Asian families, less love you. Like. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. I mean, I think it's been talked about, and, like, I think there's a lot of, like... It's been talked about. We're talking about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, I always see, you know, like, how Asian parents show their love through food. Have you seen oh, those videos? Oh, yes. And yes. I agree, I agree, but also, 
It is so interesting that they don't show emotions at all. No, that's true. That the definite like, oh, eat some more. Like, yeah. have you eaten? Like, yeah. the first thing that when like when guests come in, it's like, oh, do you want something to eat? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. I, yeah. I definitely noticed that, and that is definitely a symbol of love. And I think that's also why like cultural food tastes better, <laughs> but also because cultural food needed spices. Yeah. And, Rich people don't need spices because they don't need it. Uh, uh, we'll say it's because of love. <laughs> um, because I think it's still, and we've talked about this, but it's like my mom is only the more emotional one. But even then, like we don't really say "I love you," you know. Ew. But like I would tell my mom anything and everything, and like that's fine. Mm. But like no, uh, but the thing is though, even then, I feel like our families are still in the minority of Asian, like, typical Asian parenting where, like, it's, like, there's no, like, I love you, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Although I think it's, there's definitely been a change. Mm. I think historically it's been a lot of, like, like, closed off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I for sure see that with my dad. Mm. Have I ever said, have I ever heard or received I love you from my dad? I don't know. <laughs> if it ever happened, the sky would fall. <laughs> 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 Which is you already oh, hear the reason for the apocalypse. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you already hear first. Um, which is actually crazy. Hmm. This is just something I think that also ties into that. Like when it does happen, it's like like or not. not oh, it's so says, significant. It's and you so notice. significant. Like yeah. I remember, I when I got confirmed, which is when I was a sophomore in high school. So I go to an all be at church, and so when we went on our retreat, obviously everyone's. Vietnamese and we all got these letters from our parents and I kid you not I think everyone cried when they read theirs because it's such it's such a thing like mm. for for your parents who probably never said they were proud of you or said like I love you growing up and then all of a sudden pour out their hearts mm. to you when you're like 16 17 it's like holy crap you just unlocked like this like Pandora's box wait um, that's crazy though because I think that's why emotional like family settings will get me more than no like, yeah yeah like i'll care more than i do for like a rom-com yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that oh for sure but like i think that's why if you've seen incredibles 2 if you haven't this is a spoiler but also why haven't you seen it yet you haven't seen it yet disappointing but sorry bow oh my god and then well ladybird was a white family but still that got me yeah and like that things like hard. that got me really hard <laughs> Like, I remember crying to the point of, like, not being able to read it anymore. Mm -hmm. And every time I read a birthday card, like, pretty much the same. <laughs> hmm. It's hard to speak on this now because we're in college and it's a little different. But did you feel the whole school academic grade pressure? Okay, see, this is also hard because I think I also wanted to do well in school. Yeah. So it was like... But where, did you, but where do you think you got that motivation? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, what was the source mm -hmm. of that? Because I think, yeah, both of us were competitive, like... Yeah. Against yeah. each other. Against like, each other. Um, and against the world. The world. <laughs> you and me. Because I feel like it's not so much that I was, like, like straight out the womb, they were like, okay, good grades. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I feel like it was more, uh, once they noticed I was capable, it was like a, this is the standard forever. Mm. And, like, if you ever get a B, which to me it was crazy when, like, I would see movies and, like, TV shows and they'd be like oh, you got a B, good job, yeah. bud. And I, to me, that was like, what? Yeah, Like, yeah, that's yeah. the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, actually, because I don't... I mean, my mom's very smart. She was a teacher, mm. and... Whoa, I did not know that. I've told you that you before. You have told me that. You haven't told me that. So was my grandpa. He taught English. 
Wow. Oh, you told me that during the war. Yeah, during the war. Respect, respect. But, so I have an older brother. I think that may have had something to do with it, because he, well, he did really well in school for the first part of his life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, I mean, like, I remember going to school for, like, the first year and wanting to have homework so that I could do it with him. Mm. But I feel like that's a typical, like, oh, I want to be old, like, I want to be, like, a big kid kind of thing. Well, see, you're a younger sibling. I'm an older sibling. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, I still feel pressured, despite Mm. not having an older sibling. And I also feel like, well, one, we can talk about, like, sibling dynamics, and that could be a whole separate thing. Yeah. But I don't feel like I was, I, like, it's me, like, I'm the reason that my brother, that my brother's put to a certain standard. I still feel like it's, like, a, you're able to succeed, and so now, like, mm. you must succeed. Yeah. Like, there was never, not that, not that I think you should compare to other people, but I was never let off the hook, is what I mean to say. Mm. Which I think is characteristic yeah. of Asian parenting. Where it's, like, you are capable, and thus you must <laughs> like, like there's no like ah, you can get a B every once in a while yeah. it was like a like okay. I got ground like not even grounded I was like I, I don't know if you remember this in the 8th grade my sec- like, second semester my mom wouldn't let me use my phone on like after 9 on weekdays just cause she thought I was on my phone too much even though my grades were fine she was like it might distract from your studies okay. and I was like what this is actually interesting because now that I'm thinking about it I really don't think my like what you were saying about like how they set a standard like they held you to that standard I don't even think that was the case so much Hmm. like I think I did well in school and like of course they always want or my parents always wanted well my mom always wanted me (laughs) to be my um best but I don't think I ever felt any pressure of like get like get all A's and stuff like she was very proud when I did and I was very I really wanted like if I got a B I'd be harder on myself I think because I'm also thinking about like, when my brother kind of started trailing off grades-wise, mm-hmm. like, she was upset, of course, because she knew how good he could do, but it wasn't, it wasn't ever, like, oh, my gosh, like, you need to have all A's. Like, it wasn't ever harsh. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, okay, har- okay, it's true. It wasn't necessarily harsh, but, like, I remember when I got my very first B at Tams, wow, well, nerd school, my mom was like, really, Sam? Like, in this, like, oh, like, I empathize with you because I know that you'll be disappointed in yourself, mm-hmm. but it's also, like, this, like, it was a shock. You know, like, yeah. that I could ever divert from this path of, like, yeah. all ease and blah, blah, blah. What I also mean by this whole, like, grades and stuff is because, like, priority-wise, like, like, academics. The idea of me taking a gap year, whenever that was that, that was in a play, the idea of, like, me not going to college, period, even though I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, that was an absolute no. Like, academics was number one priority. Like, the investment in education was a big thing. Like, just going to a private school for some, yeah. like, for example. Because my dad wanted us to go to a public school, but my mom was so adamant about us going to private school because that, not that I, (laughs) we can talk about education systems, but my mom equated private school to, like, just better education. And so that was, you gotta do that. But also that leads into the whole career thing, success. Okay, that's even interesting because, like, (laughs) wow, I'm just learning so much about my um, family because I don't know, my mom cares a lot about academics. Hmm. Maybe it's just because it's fizzled out a lot like as we've gotten to college so mm-hmm. maybe it's not as like apparent in my remembering um <laughs> in your memory in my oh yeah in my memory <laughs> that's the correct word mm-hmm. because yeah there was never i don't even fully remember academics being like a huge huge mm-hmm. priority but then i'm kind of like so what was the priority well i think because i think that's a difference between us mm-hmm. but still within the asian parenting spectrum so we took a little break, but we were talking about the dynamics between daughter and mom, daughter and father within an Asian family, yeah. Asian parenting setting. 
Okay, and so the mom is generally very supportive, like, the most Mm -hmm. emotionally... And I feel like, well, not even just daughter, like, I feel like a lot of, not that I watch a lot of K-dramas, but a lot of, I think of, like, son and mother relationships, Mm. and I think about, like, there's, like, this love, and, like, the son wants to serve the mother, things like that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay. And then the father dynamics, how does that come into play, do you think? Um, I mean, I've even talked to my mom about this, and she said in most, like, Asian households or stuff, or, like, at least when she was growing up or how she was brought up, like, usually the dad, like, the kids are not close with the dad at all. Like, the dad is very much seen as, like, I, like, provide for you, but, like, not only, like, physically. Mm-hmm. Like, not not emotional support and not, like, kind of, like, checking in on you it's like very much so i earn the money so that we can have this house and like that's my job Mm. well i think it's more common in filipino families where the mom is the like the go ask your mom type of thing is more oh yeah yeah. like a mom is the the boss of the house like if we're being honest like like i think like a a lot of times my dad has gone like i don't know ask your mom yeah (laughs) Um, no i think that's interesting because it's like my dad Everything we do, we ask our mom to do. Oh, okay. But unless it's, like, a major thing, like, mm. and then you have to ask your dad, and then that's a scary thing. Like, <laughs> uh, but, um, but, like, most decisions go through mom, but dad is very much boss of the house. Hmm. I think that's interesting. Hmm. Like, dad's the scary one. You don't want to have to ask him for permission, like, but... Wow, growing up, it was... Dad, can you help me ask mom for this? Like, oh, like, yeah, like Dad, I want to go like, to a concert. Can you help me out? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll like tell my mom I'm going somewhere, and then she'll like tell your dad, and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so social, social outings and like going out. Do you think that's because I think for me, it's definitely a thing where more Western parents are <laughs> lenient. Like, it's like a oh, when are you coming home? Like, make sure you come home at some yeah, point kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, whoa, never in my life. Mm. Like, I have to be home at this curfew. Like, yeah. if I'm, like, out, my mom will call my friends, like, to see where I am. I mean, I think it's also, like, not necessarily strict, but also just protective. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, although I feel like your parents are lenient. Yeah, no, I think, like, now that I'm older, it's way lenient. Like, mm. last night, I was like, mom, I'm going out. It was, like, 11 o'clock. She was like, okay. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Wow, you're so cool. No, but, like, I think definitely when I was... 11 o'clock. <laughs> 11 o'clock, getting crazy. Um, but I think definitely when I was younger, and I feel like you know this, and, like, Rebecca, like, there would be some days where it would be so, like, why weren't you home? And, like, I would totally get blasted and, mm. like, like random days that were super strict. And also, like, sleepovers. I know that's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Sleepovers. Okay. I know a lot of friends who, like, my mom yeah. particularly was with a lot of my friends who were, like, couldn't go over to sleepovers. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So. Trisha, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> like, sleepovers were so hard. And, like, and the thing is, they always, whenever I bring it up or whenever I ask, they always, I feel like it's, I don't know if it's actually, but they always say it's an inconvenience to them for you to sleep over. Even though, like, say you invited me to sleep over, mm. they'd be like, no, don't go because it's an inconvenience to them. Oh, um, you pointed this out when we were growing up, but um, how my mom always had this thing about like getting even. Like, for oh, example, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was given a ride, it was always like yeah. make sure that you're given yeah. the right next yeah. ride and stuff like that. Like, it was never like when. No, I mean, of course, I like 
blessings, grateful. Yeah. But, like, it's on the way, you know, things like mm-hmm. that where, like, even, like, now, I think about it now and me driving, it's like, oh, I could totally drop you off. But obviously yeah. it's different, like, youth flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's definitely a thing of, let's be, like, hyper-considerate yeah. about how they are. Yeah. And, like, let's not worry too much about how, like, much we want to do this or uh-huh. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that for sure. The idea of strict parenting. Do you think you would say your parents are strict? Because hmm. I think... Would you say my parents are strict? No. Would you say your, my parents are strict? Because I think I, growing up, a lot of my yeah, a lot of my friends would say, "Oh, yeah, your parents I would are say strict." Your mom is. But I think my parents are, like, whenever the hashtag I don't know if you were like big on Twitter at this point when the hashtag of like growing up with strict no, parents. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Every growing yeah. up with strict parents, I could relate. Like, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me." And then some of like the growing up with inconsistent parents. Yeah, that was me too. But all of the growing up with lenient parents, I was like, "Who in the world's <laughs> parents are like this?" Like, if my mom met like. Whoever, like, all of you growing up with your parents, kids' parents, that's crazy. Because never. Yeah, I would say never. your mom was, is strict. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, but not in the same way. I think my mom is not strict. I think for sure not. Mm. I think my dad is strict, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think he was involved enough to have all these rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you did something wrong, he would come down very hard. Mm. I want to hear more about what you were talking about. Oh. Uh, the doctor like oh yeah i think i definitely didn't feel it as much as other kids like pressure to be a doctor mm-hmm. like definitely it was never it was like a funny thing it's kind of like very much a joke mm. and like when we'd be at big family dinners with like all of my cousins they'd always be like oh who's gonna be like the next doctor in our fa- or the first doctor in our family <laughs> um and stuff like this and i was always very like i said like open to being a doctor so it didn't phase me in any Mm -hmm. way but then like when I started becoming more sure of like oh oh, I'm never gonna become a doctor like I'm very not interested in the medical field Hmm. um then it started coming out more like oh you noticed more the pressure yeah and it was like it was like because I never felt the pressure for it was like all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh you're those kinds of parents like are you doing this to me right uh-huh, now uh-huh. like because even my mom who is so understanding and very much so like she's never said like follow your dreams but she's like i want you to be stable but at the end of the day like i know you'll make the right choice do whatever you want mm-hmm. um um but like they would like my mom i remember being like i i think this particular conversation happens a lot is like you're so capable you know, like, why uh, waste it? Yes. Like, why waste yes, your that's potential? that's so huge. That's so huge. Like, whenever, like, like, the idea of being a teacher. Yeah. Like, my mom would be like, but don't stop yeah, there, Sam. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. as long as you're growing yeah. and stuff. And it's like, like, what What if that's, that's mm. it for me? Like, and it makes, like, that's when I start questioning, like, oh, like, am I wasting? Like, and then there, it's good to, like, hear that perspective yeah. for sure. So that, like, I'll have that mm. in mind. But it's also, like. It doesn't even sound like this, like, supportive, constructive, like, oh, let me let me just put this in your mind so you're thinking about it. It sounds like, sounds like this, like, you could not stop yeah, there. Yeah. Because, like, there's no prestige in yeah. it. Like, there's no, like, pride and, like, mm. oh, my daughter is a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I can feel when my mom gets excited about how, like, my brother wants to be a doctor, go in mm. the medical field. But when my brother says that he kind of wants to major in film, it's like a, oh, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. mm, let's ignore that for now. Um... And that's such a thing. Yeah. 
No, I feel like that's like one of the biggest. I think prestige is a thing. Yeah. Because I think Asians like being good at things. Yeah. Like, I think that's a thing. Yeah. And they care a lot about like respect. Mm, yeah. Like Outward, being paid yeah. respect. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Um, Ooh, respect is a. And good having one. the status R-E-S-P-E-C-T. to like. Yeah. Having the status to like want respect from someone else. Yeah. 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 Um. Status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so like words, <laughs> words, synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she'd always be like, kind of like, but you're so smart. Like your grades yeah, are so good, yeah. you can do it. Like yeah. why not do it? And because I had a subtle interest, I think that just like made her really think like, oh, you mm-hmm. really should. Mm-hmm. Because if you have any interest at all, like you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very dead set on no. But then like. My dad was vicious. <laughs> um, but, like, weirdly enough, like, my dad's never been part of my educational, like, upbringing in any way, really. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, like, if he was, if my mom told him to check my homework, it'd be, like, he telling my brother to check my homework. Like, oh. it was, like, very uninvolved. And then mm. all of a sudden when I didn't, because everybody expected me to be a doctor. Like, I remember my piano teacher being surprised that I wasn't majoring in bio oh see the fact Um, that that's an expectation yeah for one back to pressure and stuff and like labels let's talk about model minority oh you're smart and everyone thinks like that's such a great stereotype to have why wouldn't you want that yeah and there was a while where i was like honestly i feel like we get the least hate but i was just so like culturally ignorant at the time because i feel like that is a huge expectation to live up to yeah because it's only like one it's only certain like people don't understand how diverse asian yeah 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 like even just us talking about the Uh, difference between like filipinos and vietnamese people huge difference like i can already like see the cultural like Mm -hmm. vividness Mm -hmm. um but when model minority for one everybody just stereotypes yeah everybody and it's like a i mean that's the problem with stereotypes period (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah back to asian parenting (laughs) i will say though that i wouldn't trade the like the culture and stuff Mm. for like easier parenting because i like how like i love my culture and i'm very proud Mm. of like being asian well not necessarily just proud of being like a minority and proud of having culture you know yeah and i still feel like there's a lot of love in all of okay like the root of it is still good intentions Mm. okay so far from away from this please but how would you change your parenting style or like your parenting style how do you want it to be versus like the way you were parented because it's strange, though, because I do like how I turned out, you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I think the main main thing is, like, I just wish that I could... I mean, this... I mean, it is what it is, but I'm mainly thinking of my dad, because I think my mom did a perfect job. Because <laughs> uh, he came out perfectly, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Came out of the womb perfect, therefore she did a perfect job. Um... <laughs> But I hope that I always, like, am able to take a step back and empathize more. Mm. Because I think a lot of the frustration, I mean, in general, like, most of the frustration, like, when kids, or not when kids, when parents yell at their kids, I think, like, sometimes, yes, they deserve it. Maybe it's, like, a huge deal. But then Mm. also a lot of times I think it's very instinctual. Mm. And I think they don't realize, like, for me, like, that's so scary. Mm -hmm. And, like, especially because it's instinctual sometimes you're being illogical when you do that and like Mm. to me it's like oh my gosh I'm never gonna do anything ever again because I don't want you to yell at me even though you had no reason to like I wasn't wrong I wasn't in the wrong 
And I would also say sorry to my kids a lot more. I think as a parent, I wouldn't change much except for the consistency. Like okay. I would definitely lay down the rules and I would I would explain why. Like yeah, I think, it's a good I think thing. that's a like huge just so thing. that one I can justify yeah. my reasoning and like make sure that like I'm not just like power yeah. tripping. And then also so my children somewhat understands where they're growing up. Oh, this is why this yeah. is the way we did things. Um because I think that's so important. I don't know why yeah. parents and like everybody doesn't explain why we do things the way that we do because like what are we just too lazy to like think like oh well there there's better ways to mm. do this like let's change it because i think that's also a problem with our education <laughs> system but that's another that's another episode yeah i think just understanding in general like even when we talked about the gap like between our generations and like the different mindsets and stuff mm. it's all it all comes back to how can we have a better understanding of each other mm. and like i mean i i think about it a lot because it's hard because I always think, oh, parents should be more understanding of their kids because they've been kids before. But our parents were kids in a completely different world than we were kids. Mm-hmm. And so that is, like, so, mm-hmm. at least for me, evident. That's so crazy, though, because my parents, the way they talk about their childhood, it was like a, oh, whenever I wanted to go down the street to my friend's house, <laughs> I'd just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sounds beautiful. Like, it sounds, yeah. like, so, like... Free. Yeah. But it's not conveyed in the way that we're parented. Yeah. Um, it's just funny. Mm. Well, anyways, that's all we have time for. So, thanks for co-hosting, oh, bro. Thanks. I hope I'm invited back. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Go Asians. Go parents. Oh. Go parents. <laughs>